the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for His great church. Dishonest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with that which you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, how we praise you and glorify your name. We thank you for you are God, Jehovah, Jireh, our provider, the one who is and who was and who is to come. The God who loves us, who cares for us, Lord God, who provide all that we need, more than we could think or ask according to your word. Father, we ask that you would be with us in this session, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that all that is said and done be to the glory and the honor of your name, that it would bring wisdom and insight and enlightenment to the eyes of understanding, Lord God, that those who hear would thereby be diligent to do and, Lord, to be obedient, O God. Father, we thank you for the written word that is for our learning to guide us, to grow us, and to direct us in the way of hope in every area of life, including money, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to come before your people, to lift up your name to lift up your word lord god that uh we will all come to a place of knowing that with or without the money lord god you are able to see to your children you provide for us all that we need sustenance lord god thank you lord according to your word where you have said that you would never leave us you would never forsake us lord god so help us, Lord, to keep our lives free from the love of money and to be there with content with whatsoever things we have, Father God. Lord, we praise you. We praise you for faith today, a stand of faith. For we know, yes, truly, faith is the currency for heaven, Lord God. So we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you as we continue on in this series, Lord God. And we ask, Lord God, that you, that you be pleased and that you be glorified in it. As it is written, so let it be done. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Good Sunday afternoon, family. We just love you. Thank you for being uh, tuned in with us today. We still on this message. Uh, Minister Dion has prepared for us to grow us up and to strengthen us up in the faith. Hallelujah. Good afternoon, wonderful son of God. Good afternoon, mother. Good afternoon, family. I hope everybody had a blessed weekend uh, this past weekend and even this weekend. And, you know, again, talking about this thing uh this this concept that faith is indeed the currency of heaven you know god really has opened this thing up and blew it open wide in a way that i couldn't even uh imagine and you know especially with him being as faithful as he is and saying that he's you know richly given to us you know all these things it's it's, as i sit here and think about it's not a surprise that this is pouring out so much because this is it's just him being a who he is. Who he is and, and, he is. and fulfilling that promise. And that's and that's the kind of God we serve. So, yo, guys, get excited about this thing. This is not to 
average money sermon. Right. <laughs> yes. it's, it's different. It's, it's quite different because God wants to shed new light because he knows the enemy is not above using whatever he can to cause his children to stumble. I'm going to be reading a little bit, guys, from uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 5 through 19, but now don't huff and puff. I'm going to skip around a few of those verses. Starting at verse 5, it says, Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that but they that will be rich fall into temptations and a snare, and into mo- many foolish and hurtful lusts, withdraw, which, which drawn men and destruction and perdition. Father, we thank you. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some converted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. I'm skipping to verse 17. Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. But they do but they do good that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. Father, thank you for the proper reading of your word. Let it be a blessing to the hearers and more over the doers. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen. That was a beautiful reading of the word. And that word has um, so much in it. Yes. Father, help us. Mm-hmm. Help us to to understand and to grab hold of that which you are trying to reveal unto us this day. This word that my mother just read, I want you all to you know bookmark it here because we're going to be kind of all over the word you know this day. Mm-hmm. However, I just want to bring us back into review of what we uh, began on last week when we we're talking about faith being the currency of heaven. We uh, looked into the significance of money's effect on the world and establishing a living socioeconomic status and things like that. We talked about um, how the, how the people of the church came to Jesus about the taxes and what he had to say there. And we talked about the concept of money. We talked about the practicality and then we compared money to our faith, faith being heaven's currency. Mm. So this week, we're going to continue in that stead, and we have to. We have to again. It's it's always going to be a revelation in truth. It's it's, it's always going. God is always going to use something earthly or something in creation yeah. to unveil a spiritual truth. Yeah. And so, in this case, we're taking a look at money and how it's going to unveil a spiritual truth. In comparison to our faith, yeah. So we're gonna uh, review the, the the scripture that this thing got built upon, which is Romans chapter twelve, verse three. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly mm-hmm. than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Okay, so bookmark there. So 
when we're when we're talking about when we're talking about this faith thing, we're talking about this currency thing. We we're, we're talking about how to get this faith moving, how to get this how 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 do we make investments into into the kingdom that we may receive the the produce or the product of the kingdom upon our lives, the blessing upon our lives, everything that was intended for our lives to come down from heaven and make itself manifested here on the earth. Mm. And to pick up where we left off at, you know, where we were in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, start beginning at verse 30, when we when the author of Hebrews brought back up all those who were you know, the patriarchs of the faith, the Rahabs and the Joshua's and the Gideons mm. and all those great men and women of faith. These men and women of faith, they not only had faith, but they moved in that faith. Yes. They absolutely moved in that faith. It's one thing to have that faith, but it's another thing to move that faith. It's one thing to have that money, but it's another thing to move that money in a way that that money moves back towards you in a favorable way. Yes. So God knows. He knows how to move us from point to point. He knows what the needs are that's going to require faith and money. And the two are synonymous together. It's not that faith need money or money need faith. You just need to know who is the author and the finisher or the provider in it all and through it all, whatever your circumstances. I've met people who are filthy rich, much money. But if they have a sickness or disease, money can't, and it's not going to heal them. It may pay for the best doctors, the best procedures, the best medication, but unless God extends their lives, add years to it, it's not going to do them one bit of good. You know, you go back to the stories that he spoke about with the rich, the, uh, the rich young ruler who had a desire to follow him, but when he told him to go sell what he had and give to the poor, he couldn't. He, he drew back. He couldn't understand that precept. You understand? So God understands where we are, and he's entrusted one, some one talent, some two, and Psalm 5, and the ability that he know that we will handle each and everything. So always be sure to know who is the author and the finisher of whatever you're doing, whatever your concern is. God is the God who's able to meet you where you are, period. Amen, amen, amen. In order to, in order to gain there in heaven, in the kingdom, we have to lose here. Mm-hmm. In order to gain there, we have to lose here. Again, coming back into Hebrews chapter 11, starting at verse 30, rolling into verse 40, we talked about those patriarchs of the faith. And now at verse 35, there's a break. There's a breaking where we're talking about how the oh, the subduing of kingdoms and uh, uh, became valent in battle and flight and turning to flight the armies of aliens. Women received their dead race of life again. However, others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain better resurrection. Still, others had trials of mocking, scourgings. Yes. Yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts. And mountains and dens and caves of the earth. Um, 
do I want this uh, this currency, uh, this 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 heavenly currency yeah. thing? Because yeah. you know, a little earthly dollar don't do me like that. No, no, it'll <laughs> buy me a little time. You know what I'm saying? It, don't, it ain't gonna put me in no cave up yeah. in no mountains. Yeah. It ain't gonna yeah. put yeah. me yeah. before no blade getting sawed in two. Yeah. It ain't gonna yeah. it ain't gonna do all that. And it may not necessarily do it in the physical realm, but it'll show sure no do it in the spiritual realm. Amen, amen, amen. So these these people had enough in them to say mm. I want what God has because what this world has they knew was temporal right. which is why their, their demise ultimately came their end came when they reached the end of themselves here on earth they began to see God Amen. so we have to come to this similar place the Bible says that God has chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith. The poor of this world to be rich in faith. As you brought up to uh, Matthew's chapter 19, verses 16 through 30 is where we find that story of the young rich man. And that man said, teacher, what good thing must I do to have eternal life? Jesus answered, why do you ask me about what is good? Only God is good. But if you want to have eternal life, obey the laws and commands. The man asks, which ones? Jesus yeah. named them off. Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't tell lies. And the young man, I obeyed all these commands. What else do I need? Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. then go and sell all that you own. Give the money to the poor and you will have riches in heaven. Mm-hmm. Then come and follow me. But when the young man heard Jesus tell him to give away his money, he was sad. Mm-hmm. And did not want to do this because he was very rich. Yes, Jesus yes. then turned and said to his followers, the truth is, it would be very hard for a rich person to enter God's kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I tell you, it would be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter God's kingdom. Come on. The followers were then amazed. Jesus looked at them and said, this is this is something that people cannot do, but God can do anything. Mm. So. Jesus is showing this man, this man who has a lust, or this man who's made himself committed to the things of the world and to, to his riches and to his own wallet. Hey, in order to get into what my father has, you have to get these things up out the way. You, have, you can't bring these things into what my father has because these things are not worthy of my father. Yeah. And we talked about it last week. The object of money comes from man but the concept of money comes from god it comes from heaven we have to practice the concept with the object in order to use our faith in the likeness in the same likeness in the same likeness again there is always going to be something earthly that that reveals a spiritual truth and this is why out of all the things that jesus preached on the most it was money because out of all the things that we can do that cannot please god faith is the only thing so in order to talk about the faith let's talk about the comparison of the money, because these two war against each other. These two look at each other. The, really, our money, our money is set in our possession and set in our responsibility to respond to us. Amen. 
a lot of us have gotten into, and, and we all have to come into this place, but a lot of us is, you know, oh, it's, it's what the money says. Oh, I can't do it because of the money. Oh, I can't go here because of the money. Well, the money won't allow, and yada, yada, yada. We're mm-hmm. governed by what we have, by the money instead of us governing the money. According to the faith. And that comes that comes through wisdom. Through and that wisdom. comes through discernment. That Amen. comes through practice. If you would practice with heaven's currency, earth's currency will line up. Amen. 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 I'm reminded about the story over in Mark 12, 41 through 44. And, and you know, so because Jesus, just as he said and watched then, he's still sitting and watching how we navigate with these little coins. Jesus sat down. And it's down opposite the place where the offerings were, and 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 and, and put and watch the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many many rich people threw in large amounts, he said, but a poor widow came and put into a very small copper coins worth a few cents. And then Jesus calling his disciples to him says. Hey, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasure than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all that she had to live on. Amen. Will you trust him with it? Amen. Will you put it all in there, give it to him, and know Amen. that God is able? That, that This is what he's calling us to do, to get our eyes and our hearts and mind off of the thing. And put it on the one who created, the creator of all things. He created the money. He said the cow and the, and the thousand hills and the silver and the gold all belong to him. And he know the maker, but he's the God that has governed this system for his good call for us not to lean on the money. Many people won't even have children because they tell me we can't afford it. And we're waiting on the money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, until we get out of college, till we get this done. Listen, you wait on God. He'll richly give you all things to enjoy. Amen, amen. That's amazing how she gave out of her lack when everybody else was giving out of their plenty. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. It's amazing what this what this change of mind, what this renewing of mind mm. will do. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So when we're talking about when we're talking about this thing of faith, family. Again, I presented the uh, the 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 question that James asks in James two in verses five where he says has God has not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith yes. and heirs to the kingdom which yes. which He promised to those who love Him. Yes. So we're talking about this whole concept of being poor to being being poor here to be rich there, but I don't want you to get a twisted family because He's not calling us to be naked and and destitute out here. Yes. He's not calling us to be broke, busted, and disgusted. Out here to be to be begging on each and every corner as children of the most high God. Yes. So don't get this misconstrued. He's just trying to align the priorities of our heart. Yes. By telling us, therefore, do not worry about what you shall eat and what you shall drink or what you shall wear. But for after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows you have need of these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Again, if I can learn how to use my faith, then I can know how to use my money. If I know how to get, if I, wisdom is the principal thing. So if I can use the principle of money with great wisdom, I can use, if I can use the principle of, of faith with great wisdom, I can then use my money with great wisdom and discernment and God will add unto you these things. We get so focused on, oh, yeah, oh, God, increase me. Oh, Father, yeah. well, have you increased what I gave you, what I've measured to you? Already. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Have you? You telling me to increase you, but what have you done with what I've already given you? Yes. Ye who I gave to the five, ye who I gave two talents, ye who I gave one yes. talent. Mm-hmm. What have you done with these things that I may it? that I may expand yeah. you here? Because yeah. God then said, come here, you with the five, you with the two who doubled it. I'm going to make you, I'm going to set you up over here and expand you. I'm going to set you mm-hmm. up over here and expand you. But you with the one, give me that so I can give it to somebody who's going to use it and expand it. Yes, and advance the kingdom. It's that, about the kingdom that business. It's all about the kingdom business. Amen. We talked about, we talked about the firmament and we talked about the three things that God, uses heaven for the battlefield of bureaucracy and the business we're talking about the business today amen we're talking about what the priority of your heart mm-hmm. is challenged right here and right now will you seek first the kingdom of god he he's not saying that i want you i don't want you he's not saying i don't want you broke i want you to be broken god required brokenness to mm-hmm. for the use of evidence god needs brokenness for the use of evidence what am i saying here come on God will break you and sever you in two because the the we talked about this in an earlier message. I hit on it right quick that heaven and hell want the same thing. Mm-hmm. Heaven and hell want unity and uniformity. Heaven and hell want oneness. There's been instances in the Bible where hell is working together. There's instances in the Bible where heaven is working together. But that uniformity and that oneness comes together in two different ways. What what the devil does is he'll heap things together and blend them all together to where you can't separate them. And that's what causes confusion. Again, that's that word means with fusion, just putting things together to make it look or appear as one. But what God does is he cuts and he divides or he discerns and he decides and then binds it together, which is why Jesus is our husband man or our house binder. Yeah. OK. Amen. So understanding that concept. Understanding that concept, God has to literally take you and break you so that he can bind you back together. So when people look at the fabric of your life, they can see the stitching and that is evident that God's hand was here. Come on now. Come on. That God's hand yeah. was here. We talked about we and bringing up the the Bible verse that was re, repeated in Romans where he says, to Abraham, it was accounted unto him or accredited to him as righteousness. Mm-hmm. That came from Genesis 15, where it says, Abraham, Abraham was okay. accounted. It was accounted to him and credited to him. So God took Abraham and broke him and turned him into Abraham. God, God took Jacob and broke him and turned him into Israel. Mm-hmm. And he was the God of Abraham and Abraham. He was, he's the God of Jacob and the God of Israel. Cause he doesn't want you to forget that place of brokenness yes. and your wealthy places. Cause how seldom do we forget when we get some money in the, in the account Lord money, Jesus. make us hack a fool. Whoa, we just forget, Baby. forgot everything. <laughs> I didn't came up and saw me. So I don't know that hood, where that hood comes from. Girl, I don't know you, where you came from. Who gonna stop me, boo? I don't, I don't eat that no more. I don't eat no ramen noodles. I eat caviar. A what? <laughs> I don't drink no Kool-Aid no more. Yeah. I drink Cabernet. Yeah. Money, money, money will make you forget some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God says, look, when people look at the stitching and the fabric and the bond of your life, you can, they cannot forget. You cannot forget that yeah. God. God has done this thing. That part. Amen. Amen. And so, again, Abram, Abraham, Abram, that name means the exalted father. That means he was already rich. That means he already had notoriety. That means he already had a reputation. That means he already had possessions and servants. 
and in the land which he had it. Amen. But Abraham was the, is the father of multitude. I'm going to empty you of all these things so I can fill you with this thing. There you were exalted, but I'm calling you out because here I want to expand. There you were brought up, but here I need you to go down. There you were clothed and arrayed in decadence, but here I need you naked and clothed in lowliness. So I may replace it all with the robe of righteousness. So that you can console those who mourn in Zion to give to them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise, the spirit for the spirit of heaviness, that you may call the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified, that God may get the glory out of your life. Family, are you? Will God get the glory out of your life? Come on. Hallelujah. Time has failed us this day, but we will continue. Amen. But I want to extend an invitation unto salvation. And if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you're unsure, please let your heart be sure in repeating this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. God has a plan for you, family. Yes. He loves you. Yes. We love you. We love you. And until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.